five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Land Rover, let's start with that. And I can sip my coffee. They're trying to show off-road, but how features that work it for you in the city, because most people don't drive in these kind of places, can work. Features that can work in the city are part of the breed. Now here they back off the curb, and if we stop a little bit, if we go back a little bit, there's some rocks. It actually shows in the in the rear camera. It shows a few rocks here, kind of a curb, kind of looks like a curb. And so the parking assist, it says on-road, but it's really off-road. <laughs> I guess I don't know. There's something somebody made took an issue about that. But as it backs up, then it stops at the edge of this cliff. Should be a good place to stop. But they said it actually took braking. So then, the story today, and this is why I wanted to show you this, is Jaguar Land Rover defense falls flat as ASA, and I always forget what ASA means, but it's the Advertising Standards Authority down here, Advertising Standards Authority, uh, upholds the Cliff Edge ad complaint. Two people, just two people, said this was an ad that was deceptive because <laughs> the parking assist <laughs> wouldn't function, does not, does not me <laughs> measure open air, and there's plenty of open air out here. Well, Land Rover said the rocks were in the picture, and these were rocks. The whole thing is so stupid because it's not parking in the first place. There's a parking sign, but it's not parking. And it kind of annoys me, you know, after they probably spent $5 million or something shooting that bugger. Uh, it kind of annoys me that they nitpicked these ads like this when it could have been all CG, and they could have put a little bigger rock in and been fine. Uh, but they attempt to do it for real. And apparently it did actually work for real. Um, and then the Advertising Standards Authority says people are too stupid to watch these ads. That's really what, this is what an Advertising Standards Authority is about. Is that people are too stupid to know on their own and... So we have to babysit them and, and take these ads off the air. Okay, so two viewers complained about two ads which saw a Land Rover driver stop on a cliff edge using the car's collision detector sensors. They can't detect empty space, of which there's plenty, um, but the software is in fact detecting a boulder behind the vehicle, or really more like a, a curb it looks like. And said boulder was obvious from the shots of the car reversing. I don't know about obvious, but anyway, uh, the whole point of the ad was kind of fan fantastical uh, fantasy. You know, that somehow a Land Rover that you drive your kids back and forth to school with is going to be capable of climbing up to the top of that mountain, which probably was done with a helicopter. Right? I mean, there's so much in here that, you know, the car wash is under a, a waterfall. Yeah, all right. Like the car just drove up there. Anyway, 
be that as it may, the ads misleadingly represent the parking sensor feature. Okay, anyway, babysitting. UK needs babysitting, I guess, these days. The days of of Gunga Din and and charging the the charge of the light brigade and all the rest uh, that made the UK great are over. But thanks for pointing that out, Chris. Chris Sutcliffe from the drum. I always like the drum articles. Here's here's a point from Matthew Valentine. Since I mention marketing week all the time. It would be good if they gave me access to their private articles, but I don't need to read the article. Can marketing become a meritocracy? I love the headline. And so, and there's the smashing the glass and it says a lack of diversity is hampering creativity in the marketing sector. Furthermore, shared blind spots in knowledge are emerging because so many people come from the same background. Say those intent on driving change and getting rid of old white guys, mostly, from middle class backgrounds. While efforts to address, never mind, that's usually the biggest market, you know, either white guys or girls or whatever. Middle class is big. Think about the 80-20 rule. Think about the Pareto principle. Think about a natural distribution. While efforts to address imbalance on race and gender are underway, yet to force it, uh, another factor still has a major impact on the makeup of the industry, Mark, the, that marketing is overwhelmingly middle class. So let's get back to the headline, because I don't really, I don't know if I'd even want to read the article, uh, given all of that um, racism and, and gender bias and all the other things that it, it just threw at us. But can marketing become a meritocracy? No. Why? Because marketers don't want to. They don't want to test. They don't want the scientific advertising principles laid out by Claude Hopkins in 1920, 100 years ago. They don't want them. They think it will hamper their creativity. What they really want is a bunch of yes men and women who have different gender and race profiles that all think the same. Okay, well... Take your pick. But the real reason that I'm in direct marketing, the reason that I've had 40 years of success in direct marketing, I think differently. I don't work well as an employee. I don't fit in in an agency. I really don't. I've been in them and I don't fit in. Okay? But I'll tell you what, I can beat control. I can take whatever you're doing now for an ad and probably beat the tar out of it. Right? Because I know something about, for some reason, I can put myself in other people's place. Uh, one of my clients who I worked actually worked for for a number of years said, John, you have the ability to think in the uncluttered mind of a child. Yeah, and I'm easily distracted, which means that I'm not going to stare at your ad for 20 minutes on a screen in front of me. I'm going to look at it, glance at it like I'm going by at 80 miles an hour, and I'm going to say, you know what? Nobody's going to read this. It's too small. Make the type bigger. <laughs> There's no response device. Make the response device bigger, right? It's pretty straightforward stuff, and I almost always win, and usually by 20 or more percent. So, that aside, so direct marketing and, 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 and scientific advertising, scientificadvertising.com, read it if you haven't, you have to read it. If, if marketing would employ those methods, it would be a meritocracy. And we wouldn't be talking about 
adding diversity. We'd be talking about who wins and who loses. But they don't want to have winners and losers. They want to force different colored people on each other. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's fine if you can win. But what you need, if you want to make money, you want to sell something, is somebody who can, make, who can, who can win, who can take your ad and test it and improve and beat control. And what's great about direct marketing, even though I didn't have a single marketing class in college, I could be successful in direct marketing because direct marketing focused on results. At least then it did. And in some small corners of the practice it did. Then came one-to-one, then came database, then came big data, then came AI. Almost none of it focused on results like we did when we started. You have to make more money. It's the way it is. You learn. It's like straight commission sales. You sell or you die. So in that context, direct marketing, if we added the word direct here, let's put direct marketing, direct marketing, oops, it's always hard for me to get these things moved in place where they belong. If we add direct marketing in there, then we have a meritocracy, and that's that. It's like sports. What's your batting average? Does it matter where you come from? No, not at all. Not at all. Sports is integrated because sports is around results, and so is direct marketing, if you do it right. And if you, don't, if you aren't doing it right, let's talk. Okay, here, on that note, Craig Huey sends us something again this week. Which ad worked best, with or without a picture and video? Interesting. And I'm not quite sure how it comes out. Because he says, uh, should you do a video or a straight copy in your ads? He says, we know that editorial ads work better than design display ads, including a video, including a video picture increased response. In this case, the video image increased response by 48%. Okay. And uh, I don't know what he's selling, but it looks like he was, he was trying to get downloads for an app. Testing headlines is always good, critical. Headline A, Facebook missed it, Google wants it. Received 18% more click-throughs than the headline, The Great Mobile App Bidding War. Yeah, I, I think so. This one is arouses curiosity. This one, not so much. That's what I would say, but, you know, I get these wrong too. What's the greatest part of testing? You get things wrong, and it shakes up your head, and you say, hmm, Okay, why? Then you form another hypothesis, and you retest. And over, the, over time, it's unbeatable. You can't fail. You can't fail. You can run out of time, maybe, but you can't fail. Not with testing. And that's the point of this show. That's the point of the Wisconsin DMA. And if you're not testing enough, then heaven help you. You're not going to have a meritocracy. You can't do it unless you keep track of the results. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.